I was saying, do you think it's too weird if I have this little country chunk in the middle of this set? And he said, no, your music, it's all its all about like crossfades, you know? I mean, you're crossfading genres all over the place. Huh. And and, um, and I really liked that, mm-hmm. that idea. That's our guest, Nora Jane Struthers, from our conversation with her and her husband and bandmate, Joe Overton, at the Albino Skunk Music Festival in October 2023, talking about her current sound with some of her live performance of her song Grass from her set the same day. As you can hear now, she is crossfading straight into rock and roll territory, which she explores with confidence throughout her latest album, Back to Cast Iron. But let's go back a decade and find out where all this crossfading started. This is Nora Jane Struthers and the Party Line from her 2013 album Carnival with a bit of barn dance, showing how rooted her sound was in an acoustic form like old time in particular on that song, as well as styles like Western Swing included on that record. Music artists are no strangers to creative evolution over their careers, and examples of adding and subtracting styles and sooner or later cross-fading genres abound. One corner of the musical world that has seen a remarkable amount of painting outside the lines is that same bit of territory that Nora Jane Struthers comes from, which is the land of Lady Roots musicians who went on to explore much farther afield. Here is one more example, with Vivian Leva and her 2018 release, Bottom of the Glass. Fast forward five years to her new album with Riley Calcagno as part of the duo Viv and Riley. Track to their latest imaginary people. How about another prominent artist, Rhiannon Giddens? You remember her in Carolina Chocolate Drops, right? Cornbread and butter beans, and you cross the table, eating and beans and making love as long as I am able. Pulling corn and cotton too, and when the day is over, ride the mule and cut the fool and love begin all over. 
is their take on the traditional number cornbread and butter beans with Rhiannon on harmony vocals. Fast forward from when that was recorded in 2010 to Rhiannon's 2023 album, You're the One. That ship it ain't just sail, it's way on out to sea. We're getting smaller every minute. It's too little, too late, too bad. I was the last chance at love you ever had. sum of too little, too late, too bad, a far cry from what Rhiannon Giddens sounded like not too long ago. Others join her in a similar vein, including Amanda Shires, Lindsay Liu, and Amethyst Kia, to name a few. So what is going on here? Why are so many roots in Americana artists turning in this direction? We take on that question as well as much more in this episode, where Nora Jane Struthers describes having gone from telling other women's stories to telling her own, and husband and bandmate Joe Overton talking about his love of bands like Wednesday and Slow Pulp, how both Nora and Joe balance work and life now that they have two children, and much more. It's all ahead, including more of their new music performed live at the Albinus Cook Music Festival in this episode of Southern Songs and Stories. Southern Songs and Stories is part of the podcast lineup of both Public Radio WNCW and Osiris Media. Osiris creates music podcasts and events to help music fans deepen their connection to the music they love with all of their shows at OsirisPod.com. Osiris works in partnership with Jam Bass, which connects music fans to the music they love and empowers them to go see live music. Capsule versions of Southern Songs and Stories are produced for broadcast on WNCW by me, Corey Askew. More information about this and other podcasts from Grassroots Radio, WNCW at WNCW.org. Nora Jane Struthers, Joe Overton, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. I don't know when the last time you were on WNCW, but... I know you've been through Studio B before. It's mm. great to catch up with you not too far off here at the Albino Skunk Music Festival for your second time. Great to have you return to Greer, South Carolina. Great set this afternoon. A new record coming out. So much to talk about. Let us know where to start. <laughs> where do we start? Uh, well, I just I just love being here. You know, I'm, on my new record, I have this song that's um, it's called Back, Back on the Road. And um, I, I wrote it when I was quarantine during, during the pandemic well I wasn't quarantine when we were on lo- in lockdown on when we were locked down <laughs> and uh, I was thinking about touring and all the things I love and, and so the song is you know can't wait to get back on the road and the chorus is all about that but then the verses are just all about trees trees <laughs> in different parts of the country and how much I love them and I'm looking around here and there are some beautiful trees I'm happy to be here right. amongst them yeah and just becoming fall it's only beginning and so I'm out there watching your set and an acorn falls on my cap <laughs> and there's just a couple of the yellow leaves and drifting golden. down. We've got some golden leaves. The weather is still warm but it's cool at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Occasional cool breeze coming in. Mm-hmm. You alluded to or talked about uh, your early days during your set today 
here at Albino Skunk. And I, I like to think back to that era as well because you have come pretty far in your whole style and your presentation and the, mm -hmm. I don't know, the, uh, the aesthetic mm -hmm. of, of what you're doing. So mm -hmm. can you compare, con contrast where you were 15 years ago in the uh, period dresses mm -hmm. and now, I mean, how much has happened up until the current day? A lot. Yeah, it's interesting. I, you know, when I, I don't really have like a, an, um, a distilled way of talking about that other than to say, you know, I've always loved telling stories and early in my career, I was sort of embodying these characters. I was telling a lot of stories that were from the perspective of women, but they weren't about my life. They were stories that had maybe a little seed from my own experience, but they were fictional stories that I wrote. And the character that I was on stage was sort of a version of that in my mind. And uh, through the past 15 years, I don't know, I think I've, I've shifted to telling about my own experiences and, and you know, hopefully in a not boring way um, and just being myself on stage, you know? Thinking about the new record and how the evolution of your sound really comes into full, you know, focus because you've got those elements mm -hmm. of your acoustic roots beginnings. You're playing banjo, Joe, on a lot of these mm -hmm. songs, but it's electric at times. Tell us about how all of that comes together. Oh, I don't even know. How, how does it all come together? I mean, I think it just, um, it does feel really cohesive, this album, to me. And there are some more, a few sort of acoustic moments, but barely. There's like a couple songs. It really feels pretty rock to me. Yeah, it kind of gets that way. If you, and if also you a little country. I mean, you know, and it's funny, I was talking to somebody, I was talking to um, this great drummer that we played with up in Connecticut this summer when we played, we had a couple gigs up there. And, I, you know, I was talking about how I, the, the, the breadth of my catalog is wide enough that when I'm playing a live show, I can sort of read, I can both decide what I feel like playing and also look at the audience and decide what's going to be fun for all of us to experience together, you know, depending on sort of the demographic of the audience. And I was saying, do you think it's too weird if I have this little country chunk in the middle of this set? And he said, no, your music, it's all, it's all about like crossfades, you know? I mean, you're crossfading genres all over the place. Huh. And, and, um, and I really liked that, mm -hmm. that idea that I have these sort of, you know, I'm, I'm, I have western swing i have like more honky-tonk country i've got rock and roll i've got acoustic-y bluegrassy options and they but but really it all kind of there's there's like a central thread and they they it, it comes together i don't know i don't know how it does it hmm. yeah i hear all of it too you tell me if you figure it out i don't really well, know well that's what we're doing right yeah <laughs> can't wait to get back on the road
This song, Can't Wait to Get Back on the Road, concludes the new Nora Jane Struthers album, Back to Cast Iron, and the version here is from the Albano Skunk Music Festival in October 2023. Nora Jane asked about figuring out her central thread of musical styles, as she put it, and that brings me back to the question I threw out at the top of the show. Why are so many artists who came of age in various roots music scenes going on to embrace often widely divergent styles or even transform their sound? and very often, their appearance. One major factor at play here is as old as the record industry, which is the tendency for talent to funnel upwards into a narrower field of more commercially viable styles, commensurate with increased popularity. If the pop charts are the equivalent of Major League Baseball, then the bluegrass charts are somewhere in the minors. And the minor leagues are where a lot of big league players come into their own. Same with Roots Music. You can see this play out time and again with roots music artists crossing over into country or rock or pop, for example, and becoming stars on that stage, like Patti Loveless, Linda Ronstadt, or Dolly Parton. Couple that with artists' natural curiosity and tendency to change and evolve, and you have most of the reason why we see this happening so often, maybe even more often than in the heyday of Patti Loveless and Linda Ronstadt. Dolly is still having her heyday, by the way. That tendency towards musical wanderlust is also something that comes with a big upside and less downside in the Roots music world, partly because the stakes are a little smaller. Artists can carve out a successful career by playing it straight and being true blue in old time or bluegrass or blues or folk, but they can typically have at least as successful a career by adding and switching out elements, styles, and aesthetics because they have the talent to pull it off and their audience will usually go with them. The payday and audience might get pretty big, depending on how the ball bounces, but at least it should not shrink down a size. With Nora Jane Struthers in particular, she was already moving towards a much more electric sound when I first saw her at Merlefest in 2014 with a band that sported originals with Clawhammer banjo, as well as rocking covers of songs from the likes of the Cranberries. Here is Joe Overton. Yeah, that was um, was kind of my in the, my, the first era of me playing with, with Nora Jane. And uh, yeah, you know, I had kind of come mainly out of just playing a lot of old time music and uh, playing banjo and fiddle and old time jams and staying up all night at, you know, the Mount Airy Fiddlers Convention and stuff. And, and that was really kind of where I came from musically. And I had, I had sort of gotten into playing a few shows and playing some country music and in the, the year or two leading up to joining uh, Nora Jane Struthers and the party line. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny to think about how long ago that has been. And, you know, in some ways, I feel like the music that we're making is the same in, in a lot of ways, but also it's very, it's different. You know, it's the, I feel like there's a, there's a, a core of like style and experience, but some of the way that the sounds, the sound palette and stuff has, has changed. And that's kind of that's. I mean, I think that's how I've come to sort of see my role in the band as I'm like kind of the texture guy, you know. So like sometimes it's the twangy banjo texture or the, like the thumpy round banjo texture or the, you know, all these different styles. And then steel kind of opened up when I started playing steel in the band. It opened up a lot of new possibilities. And so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited about 
my steel sound on the new record, actually. That's kind of an, a different thing. Um, in my, I've been getting back into listening to a lot of, a lot of kind of new rock music recently. And um, so, yeah, just like trying to get some kind of grit and loud kind of overwhelming kind of sounds occasionally out of the steel has been pretty fun. So, yeah. What, what are you liking in the rock world now? Um, yeah, still me. Yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's all good. I didn't know. Um, if it was, (laughs) I guess I was talking about rock music. So, um, yeah, I've been listening to this band Wednesday a lot. They're a Western (sighs) North Carolina band. Um, yeah, specifically there, you know, and speaking about steel, they have their, uh, Zandy, who's the steel player in their band is, does a lot of interesting stuff. And he's very sort of untrained steel player. If you watch him play, he like, actually the last time I saw them, he was like, did a couple songs where he was like, for the first time I'd ever seen him like playing some like pedal steel licks, you know, quote unquote, playing some like traditional sounding steel stuff. But yeah, they have, yeah, it does interesting steel. Um, yeah, uh, so Wednesday, Slow Pulp is a band I like a lot. They actually just, interestingly enough, they just came out with a new record and there's pedal steel on it, which was... Yeah, we're playing that so. <laughs> on the radio too. And um, Wednesday yeah. late night. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, the Beths, another band I really like. Love the Beths. Yeah. We got to hear a little bit about what's on Joe's playlist. How about you, Norjane? What, what's new? What are you liking? Oh, boy. You know, I just, I listen to so many audiobooks and podcasts. I'm kind of a story fanatic. I don't listen to a ton of music. But my favorite music experiences these days are when Joe and I get to drive in the car together, and he says, you want to hear what I've been listening to? And then he plays it for me. Mm-hmm. And we bo- and I say, like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And then he, make, he adds it to the playlist that he made for me, and I can listen to it when I want to. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. I mean, if I'm by, you know, I'm trying to think, I can tell you what's on the playlist that my, it's called the, the Mama Annabelle playlist. Okay. So this is the playlist that my daughter, these are all Annabelle approved songs. <laughs> so we've got um, Tom T. Hall's uh, songs from Fox Hollow. And the song that she loves off that is I Like to Feel Pretty Inside. Yeah. And um, the, who, who's the version of I've Been Working on the Railroad do we have on that? Um, I think it's Pete Seeger. Pete Seeger. And Mamas and the Papas, Monday, Monday. We got some Beach Boys on there. We've got Yellow Submarine. Um, well, she's on her way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she, and we've got some Disney songs. I'm not going to pretend like we don't. But some of the Disney songs are great. I mean, come on. Please. I mean, yeah, we some of those to. are really. Oh, you know what we love right now is Shakira's, um, what's that one called? Try Everything. That song is amazing. It's so good. It's got the best. It's very Nora Jane messaging. It's huh? just like, try and fail. It's great. I love it. And try again. So <laughs> that is the, the arc of Nora Jane Struthers is try, try again. Yeah, believe in yourself. Believe, believe, and, and don't, don't try to be perfect. It doesn't matter. Believe in yourself and just do it. Yeah, it's her classic, classic songwriting message. Yes, in, it in all, is. In all the Nora Jane, that's the Nora Jane brand. That's the brand. That's my brand. <laughs> Open-heartedness and just keep doing your thing. What else is new for you both? I mean, I'd like to talk about if you will like where you're at as a unique position amongst professional artists because like you said on stage you're living the life of a full-time mom and this is almost like well kind of a literal vacation Mm -hmm. from from day to day not that that's bad that's great that's obviously the best but being where you are you're not forced to necessarily tour all time all the time is that right yeah no we're we're really lucky you know during the pandemic joe I mean, we were on tour when the pandemic hit and then we drove home and didn't leave. And Joe had always been interested in like software engineering 
and coding. And so tell them what you did. Yeah, well, I did a, I did a coding boot camp, and there's one in Nashville called the Nashville Software School. It's a really great nonprofit, and I've had a few musician friends go through it. So, yeah, so I, I did that pretty early into the you know pandemic. I was like, well, if I'm ever going to give this a try, this seems like the moment. So, so yeah, I did that. started in August started of 2020. And, um, yeah, I've been working as a software developer. And it was six months, then, so. and then he got a job. Yeah. So, and <laughs> so he can take off, and you can come with us. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. we still tour, you know, but it, we don't. We can yeah. be very selective. Mm-hmm. We can say what is actually going to be fun. Yeah. And, yeah. and only take those gigs. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what's not fun. It's not fun to play in Phoenix, Arizona, on a Tuesday night when you're not famous. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. To the sounds of my brain Grinding over the rails Of the problems of the day And in the morning My blinds block out the light But the sunrise chorus seeps Through the glass anyway Can you hear the birds Singing so sweetly Wrapping up this episode with I Can Hear the Birds by Nora Jane Struthers, performed live at the Albino Skunk Music Festival on October 6th, 2023, another new song the band played from their album Back to Cast Iron. That's our show. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it when you spread the word about this series, and it is easy to follow us on your podcast platform of choice, where it will only take a minute to give us a good rating and where it's an option, a review. It's incredibly helpful when you do that for the visibility of this series as well as the artists we profile here. This series is a part of the lineup of both Public Radio WNCW and Osiris Media, with all the Osiris shows available at osirispod.com. You can also hear new episodes on Bluegrass Planet Radio at bluegrassplanetradio.com. Thanks to Zig Ziglar, Christy Beal, Mark Johnson, and everyone at the Albino Skunk Music Festival who made this episode possible. And you can listen to more episodes on this series on artists who played there, like Shiny Ribs, Daryl Scott, and Elon Jewell. We also have an interview with the band Stillhouse Junkies from last fall's Skunk Fest coming up, as well as conversations with Pete Wernick, among others, from this fall's IBMA conference, and Travis Book of the band Infamous String Dusters, who has a new solo record out. Thanks to Corey Askew for producing the radio adaptations of this series on Public Radio WNCW, where we worked with Joshua Ming, who wrote and performed our theme songs. I'm your host and producer, Joe Kendrick, and this is Southern Songs and Stories, the music of the South and the artists who make it. Thank you.